The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's going on, everybody? Jim Clark, we're back into 1980s, 1982, yeah. diving back in yeah, after dude. a month of Halloween movies. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. It feels good to be back here. Uh, we did mix in some 80s throughout October. Yeah. However, yeah. it feels good to be back on track, doing what we were doing, and back to our normal programming. Yeah, dude, I got to say uh, the whole making the month of horror viewing and watching them and then talking about them in bulk each week. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. I thought that was kind of fun. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, maybe we do it as a special thing in the future, but I'm looking forward to next Halloween. I really am. I'm yeah. already in my mind thinking what carries over, what's going to be new stuff I'm going to introduce, how, how can we really change it up for the next 31 days? But I really well, had fun with that. Uh, my suggestion is let's let's start planning a little bit earlier. Oh yeah, than we no, did no, no, this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was like the week before we started coming. Yeah, up with it. yeah. If it was a week, we're like, oh shit, dude, we gotta have this. Oh dang. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was a good month though. We did it. No, yeah, we pulled it off. I like I said, Killer I keep complimenting our our lineup and how we lined them up in the order we put them in. I think we did a pretty damn good job, if I do say so myself. Hell yeah! But I am excited to get back into the eighties, nineteen eighty two, and seriously, dude, what a way to kick it off! Really, what Fuck a way yeah, to kick dude. it off! Jumping yes, back dude. into nineteen eighty two, following the In Search of Darkness documentary, we start out with John Carpenter's The Thing. It wants to hide inside an imitation. It'll fight if it has to, but it's vulnerable out in the open. If it takes us over, then it has no more enemies. Nobody left to kill it. And then it's one. You guys gonna listen to Gary? He can beat one of those things!
So here's the thing yeah. about the thing. <laughs> okay. I kept thinking to myself, had I seen this before? I always felt like, oh yeah, I've seen this before, you know, or I've seen it a few times, or. But I truly think uh, the only thing is, is I've seen so many different clips and highlights and 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 things like that and scenes that I feel like I've seen the movie because there was a lot of this that I don't remember that was very new to me that kept me in suspense where I was just like, had I seen this? What the hell's going on right now? Is this is this the Mandela effect right now? Do you know what I mean? Because I've always it was it was always this thing of like I felt like I've anytime people said do you remember the thing I'd be like oh fuck yeah dude I remember the thing that shit's awesome you know what I mean but you didn't now that you've seen it you don't remember all of it you just no there was pieces. so much exactly and but so maybe I gotcha, did and that gotcha. all I did was remember pieces or because are the, those are the pieces that you always see but bro could be like I said what a way <laughs> to kick it off yo I uh, I have never seen this movie all the way through I've seen very few pieces of it but I've known about this movie for a very long time and even with just the little pieces i've seen i was always interested in this film and i always liked this film but i never went back and actually watched the whole thing all the way through i love this movie dude dude john carpenter coming back this movie watching it was like wow yeah what a yes. what a study in suspense in 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 you know that who done it kind of thing it's not a who done it it's who is it right and, yeah and 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 true like repulsive horror do you yeah. know what i mean like there are moments in this where you're just like whoa my god what the fuck dude <laughs> the fuck am i seeing right now you know what yeah. i mean and it's 1982 this is mm-hmm. not cg no 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 God damn, dude. The execution in this movie is just Oh, you are telling me, dude. When I started seeing this, the the effects that they were doing and the way they were portraying this creature and the things that it was doing, I was like, good lord, who did the <laughs> who did the special effects for this movie? Right. Um, so I, out of everything we have seen, this is probably practical effects wise, the biggest, but also the best. Because you're not just giving – it's not like a werewolf yeah, transformation so where it's far, small pieces yeah. all edited together. But this is long shots of this thing interacting with the characters and the actors, you know? Or is, literally transforming uh, before your new. eyes. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, like that too. Extended. Not like mm-hmm. like you said, not cut to pieces to make it look cool and extra things are added. Like you're watching this thing literally transform for for – an extended period of time on screen. Yeah. Dude, this movie. Okay, so for people who obviously you're listening along, we're going to talk about the uh, the story here is that we have a remote Antarctic base, right? Antarctica. Yep. And there it's a US team that's out there doing some sort of research and all of a sudden there's this 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 husky, this wolf that's running through through the the snow being chased by a helicopter and the helicopter's shooting at it. Yeah. And these researchers come out like, what the hell's going on here, right? And uh, it, basically, we come to find out that the people that are flying this helicopter are from a Norwegian base that's on yeah. Ar- Antarctica. So they can't speak English. Nobody understands each other. Uh, these people are shooting at them, and and so I'm, they just fuck them up, dude. They shoot back, and 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 these Norwegians end up dying. 
And they yeah, take this dog. Somebody walks into your camp and you don't know what's going on. I'm going to shoot him too, dude. Especially in Antarctica, nobody's going to ever know what happened. Right, Dave. So let me let me stop here real quick and let's just let's comment on this. The setting is Antarctica. Oh, dude, tell what me about setting. it. That is one of the fucking things I love the most about this movie is that it's set there. That is, it's 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 a perfect setting for a horror movie, it's dude. It's so remote, dude. Yes. It's one of those things where no one's going to hear you scream. (laughs) And maybe one of the reasons I like it so much is I want to go there, um, but I love it. I love everything about setting a movie in Antarctica. And I really want to see the movie after this one too, the one that they made. Really? I don't which one? Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was a remake. It's called The Thing. It was from like 2009 or 11. It follows it? It's a prequel. So this one follows, I believe, the Norwegian team. Really? I think so. Yeah, dude. yeah. But yeah, so Kurt Russell is one of these guys that's on here. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, God. What's the name of that one actor, dude? He's in They Live also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't uh, think of his name right now. He's in the now. documentary, dude. I see his face. Keith David. Yes, dude. Um, he's in this, dude. Actually, there's a bunch of people in this, dude. Wilford Brimley's in this. Uh, Mm -hmm. People who, if you don't know Wilford Brimley, you'll remember his commercials from back in the day, the diabetes commercials. (laughs) (laughs) You got to get your diabetes. Remember with his big old white mustache and stuff, dude. dude. I remember remember coming home from college in the middle of the day and putting on like old reruns of like Boy Meets World. And (laughs) there's this commercial. There'd be like Medicare commercials, right? Like P- or, yeah, or with the, the old, alert, old retired life alert, QBs. <laughs> life alert bracelets. bracelets. <laughs> and yes. then the diabetes Wilford Brimley commercials, bro. Oh, my God. Um, but so these guys are all here, right? We have there's a doctor on board. There's a captain. There's a leader. There's all these people here. And they're like, what the hell's happening? They, they bring these dogs in. And this dog just kind of hangs out inside the base. And yeah. they're trying to figure out what's what you know, why did these people chase this dog down? What's going on? So they decide they're gonna send a couple of the guys out to the Norwegian base. Mm-hmm. And they get out there and there's like this weird fucking deformed looking body. Kind well, of humanoid. Yeah, but before that we see the whole out. base is burned out and yeah, dude, yep. everything's done. Nothing. Everything's all toasted, all fucked up. Um they're like he he's um going you know they're going into the into the base and checking out it's super creepy this whole like time they're like searching things in the dark and they come across this like ice sarcophagus or something yeah it's, it's like a giant square block of ice but like it's hollow on the, on the yeah it's like almost, a giant ice bowl yeah or, or like a coffin right without yeah, the top. yeah um and oh, then this is when they start seeing the dead bodies on there. Like yeah. there's dead dead start crew members people. there. They're all fucked up. Uh, they find this one that's all deformed. Like I said, all, all burnt. And they're like, we're gonna bring this back with us. And they do. They bring it back. Yeah, and the face is all like deformed. And yeah, they bring it back, and they start. And, and the doc starts doing some like like tests on it, and realizes, holy shit, something's weird here. This thing, there's something that's trying to replicate and pretend to be human or something, right? And so yeah. he's figuring it out. Um, meanwhile, we watch this dog just kind of like walking around, hanging out in the rooms <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? And you're like, okay. Yeah. They, they end up taking the dog back into a pen with a bunch of the other sled dogs that are out there. And damn. Oof. This is when it gets real, bro. That yeah, dog, tell me it, how uncomfortable that dog. Like, first of all, well trained dog, right? Second oh, of all, sit down, not move, the, stare. 
the yeah the direction the camera work the editing on this just really made this where this didn't look hokey it didn't look like you had a trainer trying to get this dog to do shit this looked like this shit was actually unfolding before your eyes all this weird like shit you know what i mean see and 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 they tell you when you work in show business two people not to work with kids and animals and animals (laughs) but look how well they pulled this off dude Jeez, this dog. These dogs were great. But then, uh, yeah, it's a very weird, tense scene because the animal itself is acting weird. And if you've seen dogs before and you see this dog acting this way, you're thinking to yourself, this is not right. Something's up here. Yeah, yeah. And, sure and then the enough, scene it where, it, where, it, where it changes uh, and they're fighting back against it is not a quick scene. Like, this is very dragged out. This That's thing's what I'm saying, changing dude. and attacking all these dogs. Yeah, it's repulsive. It's brutal. It's horrific. It's just it's it's like I said, dude, I was just like, what the fuck? I don't remember some of this stuff. And then you have the you have the one dog that was trying to bite through the fence. And oh, God, I felt you feel so bad. Right. And I'm like, oh, what the shit, dude? Like, how did they get him to do that and make him? Because I don't want him to be scared in real life, dude. You know what I mean? (laughs) I know. know. Uh, But man, yeah. So. Yeah, this thing ends up becoming this creature that starts like sending out these weird tentacles and and wrapping themselves up on these other dogs and fucking Shooting them up, dude. Acid and dude, shit. Yeah. It was f- so fucked up. So the the you know these people come back. The the researchers are like, what the fuck? They come back here, and so basically they're realizing there's some fucked up shit going on. There's this creature we don't know what it is. Doc's telling us that. Not only is it infected, he's acting weird now, right? He's just like holing himself away. We got to go find him, right? Yeah. And when they do, dude's got a gun and an axe and is like, fuck all y'all. I'm taking this place down. You want to know why? Because rewind a few scenes. He's in the lab working with these these fucking cells and shit, and he's seeing what's happening. And so he's feeding information into the computer, and the computer's telling him like, this is something that is not normal. This is something mm-hmm. that's literally going to grab you, replicate you, and become something else, right? It's almost like a yep. little, like a, 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 a. It's like a simulation. Yeah, right? A symbiote that just kind of finds a host and becomes it. Oh, 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 that thing. I thought you meant the test he was running. Well, no, yeah, the test is totally running, different yeah. pages. <laughs> well, no, the test is running is saying this that this is what yeah, this yeah, thing yeah, is, yeah. right? Yeah. And that this thing will take over and it takes this long to replicate a dog. And yeah. then. It takes this long. If this got out, could it replicate a man? Yes, it could. It could replicate it in this amount of time. How long would it take to spread? This amount of time. If it got out to the world's population, how long would it take to become the world's population? This amount of time. This dude's just like, fuck that. I can't let anyone out of here. So load my gun up, grab an axe. And so fast forward, we're back here where these guys like, what the hell's going on? And then Doc's going off his wall and he's fucking chopping shit down, shooting at the guys like, I'm going to kill you motherfuckers. I'm not letting anyone out of here. (laughs) He's getting ready. He's fucking chopping down the fucking radio control so nobody can call out for help. He went and sabotaged the helicopter, sabotaged the snowmobiles. He's just like, Mm -hmm. we're going nowhere. We will die out here in sub-zero temperatures. Yeah, you have care, to, dude. dude. At that point, you have to. None of you can come back to civilization. You can't. You got to let everybody die and just let already? everything freeze. How intense is this movie already, bro, with these people and how they're acting? And then now they got to subdue this guy. And, and they've already burned up. this fucking thing once now, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 
Yeah, because while this is all happening, this is it's this thing's in another corner, right? Just like being in a in a tarp. It's 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 kind of right. Well, because they burned slowly. it with the dogs. They burned. They got the dogs out, and then they came in with the. Uh flamethrower and burned it yeah but a big piece of it went up into the ceiling remember yeah. that's that's the one yep. that got away so yeah so they grab him put him you know they lock him away in this little outhouse area and uh they come back and are like all right we got to figure out what to do here we got to hunt things things down and kurt russell's character is really starting to figure out like shit any one of us could be this thing we have to figure out how do we how do we figure out who's who Right? Yeah, How yeah. He's, 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 he's the he's the first one who actually kind of realizes that. And, and then when when he starts like asking, and then they start getting the hint that oh, we can't trust anybody. And that's where that movie becomes even more intense. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Not just that you're secluded out with a creature. Now you're not sure if one of you is that creature, and you're looking at everybody sideways because it can replicate you almost perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So, except. That there's a need to survive, right? Like, so if you endanger Animal it in instinct. any, and if you endanger it at all, it will poof, reveal itself. And that's what this movie becomes for the next like hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes is this kind of like who's who, we don't trust anybody. There's moments where, you know, you think some guy's going crazy and it's because he's one of them, but he's not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, dude, oh. When he gets to the point where he's got everybody tied up because he, he feels like he can't trust anybody. Yeah, and they're getting everybody's blood. And he, yes, and he's dipping the thing. He's dipping them in. You're Bro, when like that shit pops breath, up, dude. did you jump? No, I didn't jump, but like I'm holding my breath every time he's getting ready to put it in the blood because you're like, is it this one? Is it that yeah. one? Is it the next one? And you're holding your breath, and it's very uh, um, uh, suspenseful. Dude. Suspenseful, like you said. Yes, the way they build that suspense. But when that shit pops up, dude, I was like, oh, what the fuck? I wasn't expecting it. I was, but not yet. Like, for some reason, See, I thought it was going to be the other guy. You know what I mean? He kept saying, I know you're one of them kind of a thing. And I was like, oh, fuck. See, I feel like I knew that that was going to happen. Like, I feel like I, I've been aware that it was going to happen. Not maybe that I was expecting it, but that I had maybe seen it someplace before. Uh, so I oh yeah, I think coming, they show think. it. They show it on the documentary. I just didn't Do remember they? it in the moment of the movie, like being in the moment. You know? Yeah, dude. This moment, this movie was tense. It kept me like, yeah, dude. It kept me on my the edge of my seat at times, man. Yeah. Well, because at the at the end of the day, uh, what are you going to do? What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. What can they do? Exactly. You know I mean, I mean, even if they it, kill it, did they really kill it? Exactly. Is there That's is there a little piece of it still clinging to them as they're on the helicopter riding back to civilization? Exactly. And that's you what know? happens. This whole movie, it becomes this thing of like, it does show itself to continue to attach to people. And sometimes it's horrific in the way it shows itself. Like, how about that dude when he's sitting in the snow, he's just turned to them and like his mouth is just starting to open. It's oh, weird. yeah, dude. Oh, and then they just light him <laughs> on fire. I was like, God damn it. That's just fucking terrifying feeling. But I don't how- know why. How creative is everything about this film? How creative? What an ingenious idea and concept, execution, 
eye behind the camera, people running the special effects and designing the special effects, the acting. Oh, my God. Just all around. I want to read the novella that this is based on. So this is based on a science fiction horror novella. Oh, really? By an American author named John W. Campbell Jr., written in 1938. It follows the story of a group of people Hmm. trapped in an Antarctica research outpost with a shape-shifting alien monster able to absorb and imitate any so basically it's the story i just want to because this is the 70s when they're filming or 80s right so we have a lot a much more different technology right i want to see what the original story sounds like think about how science fiction was written during that time period as well true you know what i mean because i don't know that you mean you're talking 1930s horror is not so much of a thing yet so it's probably going to be more well, along 1950- the lines of well, like- 1950s. The horror was a thing because 1951 there was the adaptation, the thing from another world, which was an adaptation of this, but it was it was loose. They said that this one that John Carpenter did was more faithful, and I, that's why I want to read the story mm-hmm. because this. I, I mean, you know, I love reading the original. You know, oh yeah, me too. From yeah, but, yeah, but this again to me, this is just like one of these. I get why it's considered one of those classic, like top of the line horror movies because Carpenter just like destroyed it with this one. He just knocked it out of the park, dude. I know. And then, but, but look at everything he's done, dude. After Halloween, he just kept knocking them out of the park, dude. Escape from New York. Uh, that was the first one, right? Escape yeah, from New York. Yeah. 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 Um, Wait, this he's Escape got from the, New York? yeah Escape from L A was later yeah in the nineties um the fog uh the thing well the can fog came going. For, well, big trouble in Halloween, little China after Halloween yeah after Halloween yeah, yeah, he yeah, just yeah. kept knocking him out of the park dude but this one I don't know man there's some, like I said there's something there's a there's a I think it's all the different pieces to this recipe right it's the idea that they are in the Antarctic so it's 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 that yeah ice that kind of even the elements themselves are a danger to humans right they have to wear specialized glasses or else they'll blind themselves because it's so white so cold well that Um, it's just so cold it's so cold they can't be out past a certain time it gets to it gets to where the you know the snow is blinding that they have to have these guidelines to help them go from building to building they have to make sure they're strapped to it or they could be lost to the winter and die right yep um so that's already a big piece of it the idea that we have this alien technology this alien creature that's as horrific as it is and as like the shape like the idea that it can become you is just even more terrifying well, you don't know you can't kill the fucking thing dude that's the other one you, you can't. can't kill it <laughs> so, so how uh, are you supposed to stop it again you can't you got to let it freeze and just leave the goddamn thing there so so much to the story is already a, a big piece of why this works right but then you have mm-hmm. great acting across the board oh. every single person on this film just fucking kills it in their role kills it like every moment on the scene for every single person for me is just fucking prime beautiful acting and and again look at the other films that john carpenter's done with uh kurt russell you know yeah uh then then the soundtrack right oh dude (laughs) I mean, it's Carpenter, oh, but it's so good. It's, it's a Carpenter just, film, but somebody else did the soundtrack, but they stayed faithful to the Carpenter way. That sound, right? Like that sound. 
Unless it was him and he just did it under a fake name. No, I don't think he did the thing. But what I'm no. saying is like when Carpenter's doing something, he always keeps a soundtrack in mind. This is this, this guy oh, has a yes, musical yes. sense. So yes. the soundtrack is always you know it's going to be good. And it's just Well, yes, killer. but it, again, like I said, it was faithful to like how Carpenter does his exactly. scores. You could hear his musical influence there exactly. that he kept, you know? Exactly. Uh the look of the film, the cinematography, mm. just the the again, yep. the, the color palette, the lighting, the the choice of of camera movement in certain scenes. I mean, there was so much in this where I was just like, "This is this is honestly this is probably a masterpiece in horror." This one is one of those masterpieces. You can yeah, look at this I agree and see easily just from top to bottom how this is how good this is. Yeah, no, I completely agree, and I think this is if you're if you're somebody looking to study film in general, regardless of the genre, you gotta watch this one. This is definitely right up there. This also teaches you like, yeah, you, he had a lot to work with in terms of special effects and all that. But think about location, right? This teaches yeah. you that you can really tell a really good suspenseful movie in a very enclosed kind of location that, that kind of keeps you limited in your movement. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to have sprawling fields. You don't have to have where you'd have so many different location changes and your character goes here or there or that, you know what I mean? You can do yeah. something in such an enclosed space with this many characters. You ever see that movie, um, 12 Angry Men? Oh yeah. In a courtroom. Dude. And, and, uh, yeah, the, the, the jury room, whatever right? it's called. Like, yeah. Um, but the, the idea is, is that if you have the right amount of actors, like just the interaction with these people in this environment can be just enough to carry a film for quite a while. And a lot of this movie, before the monster even shows up, is a lot of interaction with these guys and trying to figure out yeah. what's happening. And then as the things we know it's happening, it's still a lot of interpersonal things where now you just don't trust each other. And yeah. we get all of these the different The human moments, condition. Dude. Oh, yep. God. It's so... I don't even know what else to say, dude. I just keep saying it's so good, but it really is, dude. The thing is just for me, one of these top horror films for me. And even, seriously. and even, and even to look at the film uh, to learn how to tell story, how to build that suspense. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. I think you said it. Masterpiece, dude. Unbelievable. I did not, when I went into this movie watching it, I did not expect to come away from it loving it so much and Same. thinking so highly of it. Same, dude. Um, I just remember finishing it. You're just going like, holy fuck, dude. This well, is even, on a different even level. Like, even after when when uh, that scene in the jail cell with all the, uh, if that's what it is, uh, with all the dogs were, were first oh, seeing this pen. thing morphing. Yeah, the little pen. Yeah, even during all that, I'm like, oh my God, dude. This is incredible. I yeah. can't believe. I can't yeah. believe this. I can't believe this is John Carpenter. Yeah. You know? Dude, I'm with you, man. Watching that shit go down. Everything they did with it, man, was so, so good. Um But see what happens. See what happens when you take a somebody who knows what they're doing, like John Carpenter, and you take a look at what they've done in the past. Halloween wasn't really much, dude. It was simple. Okay. Yeah. The fog, great movie. The makeup on the, uh, on the dead guys probably could have done better. Yes. Remember a lot of reshoots, a lot of extra stuff added. Budgets, budgetary reasons. Got it. Now you give him money and you give him the backing and you give him the actors. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Look at what the guy can do. And you give him a decent story, man. Like I said, yes. I want to check out this novella, bro, because I feel like 
I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, whoa, why didn't I read this when I was a kid? Because I was totally into these kinds of stories when I was a kid. You know what I mean? See, and there's so a I, I've never read the original, like where the idea for the thing came from. See, there's a subgenre of of horror called space horror, which is what Alien would fall into, right? Yeah. And yeah. I've never I've never thought of space horror in the sense of novels and novella and writing. You know what I mean? And then it just yeah. dawned on me one day, holy shit, dude. So I kind of actually do want to dive into that, kind of get into that world. Not like not like super uh, mainstream things, but like kind of stuff like this. You know what I mean? Written in that old sort of science fiction horror style, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I'd like to take a look at it, too. Initially, it says here that John Carpenter was not going to, he wasn't feeling about, he didn't want to do this movie because he really? was thinking to myself, like the original, he was thinking to himself, the original one that was a remake of the uh, of, of the the book or the original movie, he was just like, that's just so good, you know, that's because he grew up watching <laughs> With that. that, yes. You know, that was the 51 movie. Um, and so the, he was, he was urged to read the actual story right and when he read it just the creepiness of that not knowing who it is that like in his mind he's just like oh i can work with this kind of a thing you know what i mean Hmm. and so it went man thank god he read it then you know what i mean but still again like you can see the influence of that movie on this movie especially like i said with the shots of the monster and the shots of the creature because in those movies there was oh it wasn't like real fast cuts here there you're showing all kinds of stuff it was this long drawn out shot where you're showing the entire monster there and it's somebody in a costume or something you know how much did, how much do you think so knowing that that's what they came away with what do you what do you think the studio was like? This is what we're going to give you to work with for special effects. Ooh. How much are they spending on this in 1982? Are you talking the entire budget of the film for creature effects? Just for the creature cr- effects. Creature effects. And then, yeah, do you know what the budget of the film was? No. What was the overall budget of the movie? So Universal initially set a budget of ten million dollars. Okay. How much of that do you think is supposed to go to creature effects? I'm gonna say five. Five million? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Don't you wish? Universal said only 200,000 of that is for creatures. Oh, my God, dude. But at the time, that was more than the studio had ever allocated to a monster film. Oh, my God. Yeah. Filming was scheduled to be completed within 98 days. Uh, Universal's production studios estimated that they would require at least 17 million before marketing and other costs. Oh, Uh, man. Yeah, they said, listen, we're actually, after the storyboards were done and what they wanted to do, they were like, we need 750000 for creature effects. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But thank God, right? Like, they, they were just like, yeah, let's just put some money into it. And they did, because look at what we got, man. Got gold, dude. Seriously. Um, got gold. This man, that's is... the thing, man, is digging through. You got to dig through the shit to find the gold. And granted probably going to come to this one quicker than digging through all the shit because it's john carpenter and yeah and, and this movie holds a well known yes exactly yeah. but still it's that same concept yeah but i'm i'm totally down for this movie this is a movie that it's going to be on my replay list a lot bro a lot i mean this yeah, thing yeah like, no i got that, I, that creature too. honestly one of the top for me one of the most repulsive creatures i've seen on screen in a while 
honestly, because I just remember being like, God damn, this is fucked up. <laughs> Do you remember the part where he's doing the the paddles, like trying to bring him back to the... Oh, clear? yeah, yeah. And he goes to so do it and a fucking I forgot, chest opens I up, I forgot dude. that happened. So when it happened, in like as I'm like I said, in it this time, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, like it just caught me See, off guard, I didn't dude. know so horrific. I didn't know that was coming so it happened and I was like oh shit dude <laughs> <laughs> I was like How good, this guy's dude. this guy's dead yeah seriously ripped his arms right off oh then his head's like falling off and like the, the yeah. fucking sinews and all that shit dude it was his head's crawling away the lighting in this film I, I don't know what else to say man everything about this movie I feel is like the way I look at the Godfather in terms of cinema and how I feel like it's a perfect film. I really feel like the thing is perfect. Like I can't, like I don't look at this and go, ah, they could have done yeah. this better. Yeah, dude, it's not <laughs> what the hokey. Fuck, dude? Even even after all these years, it's not hokey. It doesn't. It looks dated, but it still looks great, dude. Yeah, you dated know? in terms of just like the way they look and maybe the technology, but overall, yes. it's a, it holds up. There's nothing about yeah. the story that's dated. You could just update the technology. And the look of the people and this movie, if you followed it fucking scene for scene, word for word, would hold up today. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We should see if they would authorize us to do a remake that's word for word. Almost like, remember when they did the the remake of Psycho? Wasn't that almost like exact? Almost. I don't know. I have it on DVD. I haven't watched it yet, though. The remake? The one with... uh, The remake. I I, I have both of them. But yes, I have the remake. Oh, we should watch them back to back and talk about that. That'd we be should. A, that'd, that'd be a be fun cool, little dude. aside. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the, yeah, that's the thing, dude. I think it's safe to say we loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, we're in agreement there. Uh, next, next one we've got. We already talked about this a couple yeah, last week. We said, hey, this is coming Ooh. up in a couple weeks. Yeah, you've been you've been dying for this since we started <sighs> this podcast, dude. I fucking love this movie so much. So you know what's gonna happen. Talking. You know what's gonna happen. After next week's episode, you're going to be like, eh, I don't care about the show no more. I got yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. I think we have what's well, what's the one after that? Uh, I think Q is after that. Ooh, I've never seen that. I'm interested to watch it. Yeah, Q. Q That's and then Creep Show. And then we're done with 82. Wow, not many more. But next week is something different. Next week, something special. I'm dipping I'm right back on. into we're going back to back John Carpenter here. And I'm also holding on, dude. I'm holding on to Halloween, I'm holding on to it. <laughs> Good. Yeah, John Carpenter produces, right? But who's the one who directs it? What's his name? Tommy Lee Wallace? Yeah, but Carpenter also wrote it, too. Oh, did he write this one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, dude, we're jumping back into Halloween. We're doing Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Holy shit, dude, I can't wait. I love this movie so much. I can't wait um, to talk about it. I want to break it down. Uh, I want to talk about ideas, thoughts, uh, things I've always noticed about it. You know, things where I love it so much, but I'm willing to admit, like this is like ridiculous or this is hokey. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I because because yes, I mean there are some things. There's parts it. where you're like, "Are you serious, bro? Let me get but, some of um, that John Atkins mojo." <laughs> <laughs> but we'll. Uh, We'll get into it. I don't want to. We'll save it for that episode because we could. Yeah. Di- I've seen this movie enough where we could literally dive in right now and do it. Yeah. But yeah. We'll yeah. wait. Yeah. Because I want to watch it again for real. Um. Anyway, cool, cool, cool. This was awesome, dude. I love this movie. I'm glad we watched it. And uh, yeah, yeah. No, me too. I'm glad this one was on the list. 
I'm glad Back this one came through the fun. pipeline. Um, it's like I got to start listening to more eighties music again. There you go, dude. Get right into it. Uh, all right, guys. Listen, let's, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure you head out to our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Slasher. You can find us by looking up Out of the Shadows podcast. We come up on all of those social media platforms. Uh, if you feel so inclined, we would be much obliged if you went over to Apple Podcasts and gave us a rating and threw some comments our way. Uh, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe Spotify allows you to rate. If they don't, it's cool. If you're if you're if your app, the app that you use allows you to rate this podcast, just give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. Um, if you if you're not rating, are you even listening? Exactly. Exactly. Dude, you got anything else you want to say? Um, just be good. Be good to one another. There you be go. safe. There you go. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, remember, keep your eye on the shadows.